tank shirt. Well, you just talked everybody into tuning out already. <laughs> Been holding out the whole trip over here. I don't have anything to say. I don't even know if I want to be on this one. I've got better friends that live in North Dakota than this guy. I know. This is like a reunion tour. Yeah. Like you guys. I've never met either one of you in person. Oh, like This man. has been a long time coming. It's been like a year and a half since I've been down here. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah. With that whole pandemic thing, that kind of screwed a lot of stuff up there for a little bit. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It definitely held back a lot of traveling. It still got stuff screwed up. Yeah. It did. It did. And it does. You're right. That's yeah. the hard part. I mean, and that's why, like, we haven't even had a banquet in Oregon for, I think, two years now. Mm -hmm. So, like, getting to come over to this one's pretty cool. I know, like, clubs are finally, they're getting rolling. Like, it's time to get the the bank accounts flowing again and start raising some money for some good causes. It's nice to see those field trials happen last year, you know. I felt like that, you know, as far as hound association stuff and clubs and events and stuff that, you know, having them field trials like that, that was... That's a big deal, you Absolutely. know, especially, it is a big especially deal. after what we, you know, what the world went Everybody's through. getting cooped up and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing better to do than to go hit a field trial when you've been made to stay six feet away from everybody or cooped up in your house for a certain amount of time. Yeah, it's crazy. I know my kids are pretty excited because we're getting ready to go to, well, I don't know when this will launch, but we're getting ready to go to the Elk Creek Field Trial, which oh, is okay. a really big one for California clubs. And they're pretty pumped because the oldest, he's been with me to a couple, but the middle one, he's never been. So he's like all jacked up to go. Right, he's right. all about it. And we got a little co-pilot here on this podcast. What's your little guy's name, Nate? Raiden. Yeah. Yeah, we fixed it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been giving us some company today, hasn't he? So we're all over here for the Eastern Idaho Houndsman Association Banquet. And we've got two former podcast guests. We got Cody Hilliard. Yep. It's good to be back. (laughs) (laughs) You're lucky we had you back. (laughs) You guys must be desperate for (laughs) for material if you put Cody back on. They let me out of social media jail to come do this. They let you in. They let you out of special ed, is what they let you out of. And we got Nate Lopez here, present. I've never met either one of you in person, but I feel like we've known each other forever at yeah well point. heck you hopped in the truck and we just went right straight to bs and yeah right you know I mean? like we've been hanging out for our whole lives there <laughs> that's how it is though yeah i mean really like at these things that's the cool part is the people that are involved are always the ones that are like they're all about it you oh, know absolutely. and it's like you're you're part of something bigger than just you know you and your dogs at this kind of stuff you know that's gosh there's so much truth to that jason and i wish there was more hound hunters out there that uh saw the importance in these banquets and uh the field trials and and how it's not just about competing it's not just about going to a banquet and trying to win some prizes it's not about uh bragging up about your dogs to everybody there at these events it's about going out there and supporting a cause that is keeping our tradition alive and a lot of people just do not see that um luckily for us here at eiha these the the club here is he's they're really really uh organized and and most guys here understand that importance and i think that's why the eiha has such a successful banquet and their field trials are so successful as well just because you know there's guys that are inside these banquets that do not like each other but at the same time 
they put their differences aside and realize what the big picture is all about. That is what it's about. Might be enemies in the parking lot, but when you come in, everybody's yeah. Fair. You everybody's got to put a conjoined front on. You know, yeah, that's sure. like up there and up in North Dakota. That you you know you we all might not get along, but hey, let's get our differences figured out when we come in and oh and, gosh, and show 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 this good front. You know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, heck, the North Dakota. <laughs> North Dakota field trial, I had a buddy call me up and he said, hey, there's this one guy over here that uh, I know did you wrong. You want me to beat him up for you? And I was <laughs> like, but no, no, <laughs> that's not what it's about. You know, go out there and, and uh, support the club and don't cause any drama. That's not, has nothing to do with that. Yep. You betcha. So like what Lopez was saying, they're coming back to, with this EIH, EIHA banquet. It's huge. Look at how many states it's bringing together. The amount of people I've heard as of yesterday was somewhere over 200 people pre-registered. You know, that that's that's huge in the hound hunting world and, Absolutely. And, sure. and bringing people together like that. You know, I, you, I, I guess I don't see a lot of stuff like that. I get, you talk about Autumn Oaks there over in Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin or the, right? Yeah, WBHA, so, that's yeah, coming out. Th- so, I mean... Stuff like that, that's amazing to get that many hound hunters teamed up together to 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 show to other people this is what we're doing, this is a cause we're fighting for. Right. Right. And it has to be that way. I mean that's if if people want the sport to survive, if they want hound hunting to survive, you have to get together. We're not at a point in society today to where Everybody can go their separate ways and hunt their own canyon. And I don't like him, but I don't talk to him. It's you have to, we have to get along and we have to go out there and support these clubs and these organizations. We have to support these events. We have to get the money coming in because it does make a difference. You know, I hear nonstop on how the presidency of the EIHA goes down to the fishing game meetings nonstop, communicates with the fishing game commission always pushing for change, always pushing to do things to not just help hound hunters, but it's also, you know, hunters as a whole. Just the lifestyle. You know, just the lifestyle. And that's, people don't get it. It's not, you can't, we're not, we're not in a day. We're, how do I say it? We're not in, um, we're not in a timeline right now to where we can just do our own thing. And that's it. You can't just pick up a rifle and, and go hunting and call it good. You have to be a part of something when it comes to hunting and especially hound hunting that supports that because we're always getting attacked. You can't sit. Always getting attacked. You can't sit idly by and go, it's going to fix itself because you know, guys, anybody listening to this, join your organizations because it's power in numbers. Yes. You have a, your voice has a power to that association and that association can amplify your voice to, to the powers to be. You know, I, I know a lot of people question, you know, why why do we need to be in this? You know, they I, I can go voice my opinion at these advisory board meetings for the fishing game. And, and, and yes, they do hear you. But when your voice is grouped with like this banquet, you know, over 200 other people, yeah. you know, there, there's power in numbers. And that's that's the one thing I try and preach with the North Dakota Houndsman Association is you guys we are stronger as a whole than we are going to these meetings one by one and saying the same thing. You know, right. we, we're, we're under, we're under one hat here mm-hmm. and these guys know that we're coming at them with an organized front, whether it's, you know, to debate topics, 
to you know to help work on things it, it doesn't matter we're an organized front and that's to all you hound hunters out there that that is the one thing i would tell you is make an organized front of it if you you know yeah this banquet's for fun you you know yeah the field trials are for fun mm -hmm. but there's a bigger subject there's, there's a, a bigger there's a goal there's a right. bigger goal at mind on top of it and and yeah we want it to be fun and stuff like that but i can see i can see um i can see the tensions out east you know on the ukc hunts the night hunts the coon hunts where people can get upset and, and not join these events and whatnot because they feel their dogs were judged poorly or they feel like you know there was there they didn't accumulate the points that they that they were sure. supposed to accumulate on during their coon hunts and their night hunts and that's that's a whole different world out east in my opinion i think out here in the west at these uh events that we have these banquets these field trials i don't really think that people should look at that in a competitive mentality and 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 call me what you want. I don't really give a shit. The thing is, is that we need to go to these events, not so we can bring back a medal or come back home with a prize. I just need to reiterate that we need to go to these events to show support because coon hunting is getting, you know, they're, they're always on the attack. But when you go look at big game hunting, lions, bear, bobcat that is that is what has been losing ground over time here fortunately we've been blessed with like the state of montana gaining ground you know and there's you know there's kind of right i mean they're still like yeah, they they're got locking a bear hunt. that up but yeah they they got a bear hunt going you know they they're going to start their first season here in april so <clears throat> it's it's a bonus but the thing is is that we are People who use their hounds to hunt bear and lion are going to be attacked way more sure. than, you know, coon hunters are. It's just people are more sympathetic to um, mountain lions, bear, you know, Native Americans, bear is a spirit animal. Mountain lion is a spirit animal, right. too, in some tribes, I believe. You know? I mean, you look at the wolf, and, too. And it, right? and it can be sensitive. But at the same time, I know I know plenty of Native Americans that run hounds, and, and they have a deep respect for the animal, even as a spirit animal. But they, but it's, I think. They just not. Um, how do I explain it? People just don't. They humanize them more than exactly. they do anything else. Exactly, and, and that's not okay. The same people that humanize mountain lion and bear are the same people that humanize dogs. You know, and it's just something. And dehumanize humans. I mean, that's the funny thing. It's like we're at, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Going further into it, you're that's absolutely true. right, Jason. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You know how many yeah. times have we been attacked online? Because you know, I I people make fun of me for it, but I, I use the social media platform. To spread videos, to let people know, and that way it can engage conversation. And somebody, a lot of times I have good conversations with people about uh, me running hounds. Like, oh, that's a cool video. I just don't understand why you do that. Right. Like, yep. to me, it doesn't seem like it's that difficult. Yep. But when they engage in a conversation with me, that means they want an explanation and I can explain to them. And I promise you, nine times out of ten, it's a positive outcome because they just want an explanation of it. And I explain it's it. Edu it's education. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's exactly. education. Anytime somebody right. engages in a conversation with you about hound right. hunting, there's no sense of attacking them. They're looking for an education. Right. Sure. Yeah, you, and you, you talk to them in a decent manner. Exactly. It's an but, education. but like Jason was saying, then you have the extremists and we've all gotten those comments. And that's what I'm getting at is, 
you know, I hope you die. I hope those dogs, you know, I hope that bear jumps out of that tree and climbs down and bites your Kills head your off. Dogs. Yeah. And then that's when you start humanizing the animal and dehumanizing the human. Yeah. And that's know? where we need, and my thing with that is, and I, I, I get it 100% what you're saying with people, you know, I wish that bear jumped down and eat your ass or whatever they say, you know. That's a negativity that you just need to not engage yourself in. Well, right. not, there's, there's, know, there's, there's no response to that that's going to be correct because they're looking to pick the fight. No, their yeah. minds are set. Yeah. Their minds are set. But there are more people that are curious about the fact. It's like the whole It's. It, – I think it all goes back to the silent majority. You know, yeah. There are people out there that just want questions answered. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. always be attacked. You know, just, just – we, we can be we, – we can be – just as hateful to people as sure. you know yep. that fit a certain certain stereotype that we you don't betcha. like. I, we talked about in the last podcast. You know, yep. <laughs> there's some guys that I know that will not give a liberal the time of day. If somebody no. says they voted Democrat, holy shit balls, they they'll turn around and, and leave them stranded on the road. Yeah, yep. you know, we're just as guilty, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, there are some people that we just you just don't argue with. You know, you turn around, you walk away from the fight because what's the point if you're not getting your point across? And they're and they're just going to try and make you look uglier. Yes, the, every chance they exactly. can. Exactly. But if they're they going to look for your mistake and they're going to inflate it, and that's what they're looking for is that right. they want to poke, 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 and get when they get that blow up out of you. That's what. They that's want. when they start and, recording. And, yes, and that's when exactly. they start. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. That's when and, the phones start coming out, and that's when it's like you know, if it's a good educated question it might not seem educated to us because we're so experienced in it but they don't know how to ask the question necessarily mm -hmm. so it's how it's their form of asking it you don't have to feel you know you guys you don't have to feel under attack every time somebody questions something you know explain to them and then if they go into that fight mode with you where there's then you just right. wash your hands of the conversation you've went as far as you could but if they want to engage in a good conversation with you guys you guys be decent to them that's how we help our sport out well i want to stay on that for a minute because that's that's a big one that i know i've touched on before it's like you've got your polar antis right, right. we're never going to touch them no like there there's no reason no. wasting your breath their minds are set but then there's the sheep that follow mm -hmm. that maybe they've just been told like, yeah, this yeah. is bad. So they're, they're going along with it, but yet they still, like you said, Nate, they got questions mm -hmm. they want to ask, but they might not know how. And I remember, and I mean, how long have you been running dogs, Nate? 16 years. How long have you been running? Cody? I've, you've been so, running yeah, for a long yeah, time. For a long time. I've been around hounds for the majority of my life. Right. And I've so, been in it like 11 years now. And I can remember back, I'm sure you guys can too, when it's like you hear anything negative and you're right there. Oh, you're, well, you're automatically on the defense. You're, you're automatically in the, you're not looking for a conversation. You're looking, you're looking for a one-up. Yeah, So exactly. if they call you something, uh, you want to find something, you want to find something to put them down. It's almost, I mean, let's call it spade a spade. It's almost abusive in nature. You know, to, to just, the, just the way we are, thing. because we're well, it's childish. It is childish. I, I, I mean, I and I hope. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to upset somebody here, but in the end, if you're trying to have a conversation, you have to have the things that build conversations, Absolutely. and that's dialogue. Yes, and that's why yes. I love our podcast because we can right. have that dialogue. You know, because your first reaction, knee jerk, is like, "Nope, what I'm doing's right, and here's right. why." Boom, boom, boom. Lay it out. It's not a PowerPoint. Like, this is real life. We're dealing with real voters. Right. We're yeah. dealing with real people and real funding for our fishing game. And we mm -hmm. all know how that's going. I mean, we are getting a lot of fishing game departments where there's like 
people that you know are not in our corner on right. him. You know, Buddy's fighting it in Washington right now. Oh, Look at that lady absolutely. that took a shot at that dog, you know, mm-hmm. Washington Fish and Wildlife employee. So here we are, you know, I think the point I want to drive home is we really need to be open to dialogue. And that yeah. is a two-way conversation. So if you don't want to get shut down, you got to kind of be open to hear it, you know? Well, you have to be one of two things. You either have to be open or keep your mouth shut. Right. I mean, that's, that, that, that is, it is what it is. It's not, I mean, we all wish that we were living back in the 20s and 30s to where if you had a beef with a guy and over hunting, you could go fisticuffs and, and call it good and that's it. If a, if a, the person that walked a, away if, was a winner. If a, tree right. hugger, if a tree hugger came into town and said, oh, you guys that run hounds are, you know, you guys are horrible people. We just turn around and laugh at them and freaking go our merry way. Yeah, but it's think. just not that way. Their voice is so much stronger now than it's ever been. And it's going to continue to get stronger. Our numbers are either staying the same or getting lesser. So rather than staying as individuals, which we are by nature because we're hunters and, and, and hunters by nature like to be by themselves. They like to be solo. We like to create our own world and we like to live in that world when we're outside. It's an escape. It's an escape for us. But in the same sense, that's what I love about the club is a lot of people, especially here at the IHA and Montana is getting there too. Gosh, when Cody and I went to the Lolo trials. Gosh, we just had so much fun, and the I almost—I almost think—I almost think that that club is the least competitive out of everybody because there I've were judges. That. There were judges that were—they <laughs> just didn't care. They were just raising their hands up and down. You know, dogs were letting out loose. So you know, people were just there to raise money, right. and it was so much fun. There was an, an ounce of drama. There was there was a little bit of drama, but we're not going to touch on that. You know, <laughs> yeah, we're not having Jerry Springer <laughs> right. hours. But you know, this it's that that's what it boils down to. That's what you have to do. And if you don't want to be that person, that's fine. But by gosh, don't go out there and make yourself look bad because anymore you're not just making yourself look bad. It's all you're making us. houndsmen look bad when you go over and somebody freaking cares about your dog. And I honestly, I know a lot of guys get defensive when someone picks up their dogs and they scream at the people that pick up their dogs. I don't know about you guys, but I've had so many of my TT15s bleep out on me. It's not even funny. I mean, there's so many times when I'm out there tracking a dog and then boom, he's gone. I mean, every single year, it doesn't happen once. It doesn't happen twice. It happens multiple times. If it's not interference, the GPS is getting burnt out on the- Break on a the, wire or something. Breaking a wire or something. So I am actually kind to people, but I know that there's a lot of guys- Lady calls him up. Hey, I found your dog. I'm on my way right now. And now all of a sudden, it's a topic for discussion. Yeah, Nate, these stupid idiots over there that were camping go out there and they thought they grabbed my dog like it's a pet. He's out there to work for me. And I'm like, look, man. They don't know. I'm like, they don't know. All they know is they're caring for your dog and that's it. But what you do is, well, I tell them I grabbed their dogs and said, look at this. This is my property. And I started screaming at them. And I'm like, look, man, I, I, I get it. I understand that, that you want your dog back. And I understand that this is who you are. And, and you just, don't want to explain yourself, but when you do that, people look at you and they say, this guy was mean to me, but they don't look at that. They don't look at just that anymore. They look at this hound hunter was mean to me, which means hound hunters are mean to people that pick up their dogs. And I think that, you know, and that that's damaging. You know, it, is. it can yes. be damaging. Yeah. And it's, I know, I know it sounds bad and I know it's not something that people want to hear, but it's, it's the truth. 
and we have to change our mentality and, the, and our attitude about like it. Like what I wanted to touch on, what he said, you know, we, we as ourselves want to sit in our own solitary world and do our own hunting and stuff like that. But, but we, you know, in order to keep that, at some point we have to join in, yeah. you know, you know, you got, you've got to join a bigger thing to keep that for yourself. Yeah. Right. You can do your thing. Absolutely. You know, but for to sure. keep that for yourself, you guys, you got to join in on some of this yeah. stuff so we can so we can fight for that. So we can all fight with that together. Not necessarily fight, but keep it for ourselves. You mm. know, and and that's a the, big one because I, that's what I always hear is, oh, I just hunt, you know, or I just keep to myself. Yeah. Which we all like. Trust me, there's nothing I enjoy more than disappearing Absolutely. and like shut the phone off. The hand reaches there if somebody needs me. But I feel like we've gotten to a point where, as a houndsman, we have two types of conversations like in my mind we narrow it down right we have these conversations amongst right. guys who are in it like we all know what it's about and we can just have general conversations but any conversation with somebody looking for knowledge is education yeah, like cody uh, hit I, I, what i want to say right now and to everybody that's going to listen to this all you guys out there that are all i just people. hunt are you two type of people <laughs> but the two types of people you that are out there you're right 100 percent no, I get it, but you two types of people out there, the one that says, I just want to hunt, you guys mean a lot. You guys have to realize that I'm telling you, your voice means that much more. You yeah, keep right. to yourself, but you you don't realize how much right. your single voice matters, and that I want you guys to to listen and say, and step forward. I right. feel like it, those it, are the guys, like... They're uh, deadly. We all deadly. carry a weight, right? Like everything that we have, it all we all have a weight. It all goes along. We can have conversations. But those guys that usually like to be a recluse yep. and hide out, the thing is with that is they're the ones with all the experience. Yep. You know, they're, they're the ones that have been doing this forever. They are probably the They're the best, deadly ones. They're deadly. They're the best representation we can what, have. Who's deadly, Cody? The, the, the guys that are wanting to be I hunt. The, well, the one it's, it's not. Let's let's. I, I don't. Not, I, I mean, nothing. I mean, nothing I, what I, I'm not yeah, trying to. What I mean by I'm not deadly, trying to argue with you because that's that, that's just a little on the steep side. There. No, I, I think what he means no, by no. deadly is like isn't it as educational on our right. part? They're, they're very they very educated. You know. Right. Yes, they keep to themselves. They're what I mean by deadly guys is they are a well of knowledge right yeah they are and me and you know oh deadly uh, deadly in an adventitious yes yeah. okay uh, yes yes yeah, sorry i was I, deadly, no, not, deadly not, in a, kill, not in a kill type i yes. misunderstood Thank it knowing you. your personality and yeah. how dark you are sometimes we I almost just had a fight no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i started to stretch this mic cord out oh no. good gravy it, no the they're, they're deadly smart you know they're right. deadly smart and then deadly I mean, in a positive sense, you know, and me I get and him, it. absolutely, me and him, no one man that I can, one man that is deadly that keeps to himself for the most part. Yeah, and, yeah, he he does, he does, but it's not for everybody either. It, I mean, well, no, it's no. not. But that's the thing is, is no, it's not. It's, it's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a recluse. There's nothing wrong with just just doing your thing. But how do I explain it? The what's what's wrong is is. When you are showing yourself to people, and if you have a bad attitude towards people, if you run dogs anymore, it's not just you that they're looking at. 
You know what no. I mean? They're, they're, that's just human nature as a whole. Well, heck, we're just as guilty. It's I mean, polarized. We, we, we think, Life is polarized. No, right you know, now. for the most part, those of us that are conservative, we look at Democrats and we think every 100% of them are evil. I mean, that's just how it is. Uh, that and it's is. because of the <laughs> actions. It's because of the wrong actions of, Big you know. Big actions by few. Well, maybe. not necessarily by few, by a lot. But still, it's not to say that there's not good people out there that have different views than us. Sure. And, and that's the thing is, is what I'm saying that not only um, when I say that you're making yourself, you're not just making yourself look bad, you're also making the hound hunters look bad. It's not just that I'm attacking you as an individual. That's just who we are as humans because sure. we do it ourselves. We, we honestly do. I mean, we can, <laughs> Cody and I, we do our we do our joking judging and by gosh, we can, we can judge every gosh dang human that walks by that has one hair loose for Pete's sakes. You know, we'll we do it jokingly. Like that, right? <laughs> we'll pick them right apart. You redheaded creep. <laughs> Jeez. That's the thing. I just feel like, I mean, I've said it before is everything so polarized nowadays. Right. It's like, if you're not for us, you're against us. And I don't know why that shift has been made. And it's been detrimental to the sportsmen, I think, because used to, I mean, obviously I'm a bit, well, Cody, you and I are probably pretty close to the same age. You about the same age too. You're a touch older. Uh, what are you about? 50, 55 now? Oh, good oh. Lord. <laughs> We're about to take a short intermission here. <laughs> ding, 40, ding, ding. I'll be 45 here next week. But it's like, you know, I've, I've kind of grew up hunting in one era, mm. okay, where, you know, you think of your parents, they've, they've hunted through two grandparents you're hunting through like different stages of sportsmen where now it's like we're sportsmen in a world where it's it's not popular on the whole anymore no it's not where it used to be like it was a big deal it was a badge of honor in a way like i don't really want to say it like that but what else do you call it it's the passage you know rite of passage like for me and my boys my kid just he started trapping on our property right that's a huge deal for him and to see him so excited like that's awesome but yet somebody's gonna naysay well Well, the the thing is is that that's that that is the problem with humans and i am not just talking about the antis i am talking about us heck i'm talking about myself the problem is is somebody sees a picture of your son holding a dead coon and that's all they see is a kid and a dead coon, and that's it. Yep. So, and you're by gosh, you have millions of people freaking saying, oh, that kid's going to grow up to be a murderer. He's already killing animals. He's going to kill humans. What they don't see is the backstory. And I think that's why people should read more books, because I think we would understand that before you get to a conclusion, there's a beginning and a middle. Yes, you know, yep. And you have to read that story. Since he was a kid, he went hunting with Jason. He got the itch to go out and hunt. He talked to his father, created a bond with his father because that's something that they did together, which is extremely healthy for a child's mental health, you know, as they're growing up. Forms his bond with his father, Jason. Says, hey, I want to start to get into the coon hunt. And Jason says, hey, well, if you want to start to get into coon hunt, what do you want to do? You want to run dogs? You want to trap? I want to trap. Okay, well, let's go to the store. This is how much the traps cost. What are you going to do to buy that trap? Yep. I'm going to do some chores around the house. Father is instilling responsibility to his son. For sure, Life's every day. lessons go- yep. that lead up to that picture. But people do not see that. They see they the see, beginning and the end. They, right see, they see a video of our dogs treeing a lion on Instagram or whatever. And, the, and a lot of people jump to that conclusion and say, oh, that's, uh, that's, so, that's so easy. 
You know, that's, right. that, that's so easy. You they know, don't see what, you call what, that, yeah. you call that being a sportsman. That's so easy. And I'm just like, I tell everyone that says that in a respectful manner. Now, if somebody's being disrespectful, I just delete them and yeah. block them. Cause I don't, like you said, there's no sense wasting your time. The, the, but when no they say yeah. that, I tell yeah. them, I says, look, man, get yourself a six weeks old, get yourself a six week old pup, start working it, try teaching it to run a drag, go out there and try training on what it can run, what it can't run, watch it go through the phases, watch when it starts to learn a tree. You tell me how tell long me that's going to take. When I, when I first got brought up in hound hunting, which I, my family was coon hunters, I didn't come into the, I didn't come up into the big game side of it till eight years ago. I've been around hounds since I was five years old, but we were all coon hunters and stuff like that. When I, when I first came into the coon hunting world, we had no GPS, no telemetry. We listen, I, I, you know, and I'm 36 years old and I, we listen to the sound of the hound and people are like, you know, they've had tele- telemetry around for how long, sure. and, you know, and that's the way I was brought up and educating, you know, it, it, it was just, you're always learning and, and when people are offering themselves to learn from you, like we've talked already, you know, be an educated voice for them. Well, like Nate was saying, there's way more to the story there. Like, I'm going to have a sappy dad moment here. But, like, two weeks ago, my kid caught a possum, right? Mm-hmm. It was the first thing he caught. And he was super excited. You know, I mean, it was the pumped up adrenaline rush. He was super excited about it. And he had a plan. And I said, okay, here's the deal. You got your option. You can let it go. It could come back and kill chickens. Mm-hmm. It, could, it could, you know, we've had them crawl in our dog kennel and start issues there. Um, and I kind of laid out all the options, not slighted, honestly, because if, right. I have a feeling he's a little more of a, a softer child mm-hmm. when it comes to that kind of stuff. So I really just laid it out there and he says, no, I, I don't want to let it go. And I said, okay. I went and I got the gun. And I, I said, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Right, right. And he did. And afterwards, I, I watched his face and he looked at me and he says, Dad, I got a weird feeling in my throat. And I said, that is what makes you a good human being. Exactly. Like, Life. have respect for what exactly. you have. And we had Life lessons. a half hour conversation. You know, that's a kid who's dealt with losing his grandfather in the last six months. Right. Like, we've got a lot of family stuff going on. It was heavy. And I thank God that, like, my experience with my dad trapping and hunting and passing that on to my children, it's amazing the life lessons that come out of this. But that's the side that the people don't see. They see somebody who like... People are, yeah, people are just so quick to judge. And like I said, it's not, gosh, I hate saying, I can't, I can't even pick a side because the thing is, is we're all guilty of it. And so am I. I thrive every day to be less judgmental we we're just talking earlier laughing about how i don't have any friends the thing is is i know a lot of people i know more i know a lot a lot of people but nobody that i can really call close cody's over there raising his hands but i'm not even going to claim him because there's going to be a lot of people <laughs> listening to this but uh the thing is is that i i have my own faults i recognize it and i know what i need to do to freaking to to make myself a better person so I'm not just trying to attack one group of people. I know I have my own faults. What I'm trying to say is, is that humans as a whole have the tendency to jump to conclusions so quick nowadays. Like Jason said, we're polarized. You're either black or white, and that's it. Yep. There's no in between. There's no nothing. A ru- one of my really good friends, I mean, and he's a really close friend to me to this day, but we got into an argument once, a political argument. 
And his exact words out of his mouth is, is you're a gosh dang fence jumper. That's all you are. You're a damn fence jumper. You can't pick a side. And I said, my job is not to pick a side. My job is to live my life as best as I can. Yep. Okay. And in order for me to make the right decision, I will always look at both sides of the fence. You got to be objective. Always. You got to be objective. And then you have to have somebody that has a decent educational response to your objectiveness. That's yes, it. That's yes, it. Because you, you, you can't just it, say, there has to be some validity in yeah, your response. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you, there you has can't to be. Just, you, the, yeah, you can't just turn around and quite, say, hound hunting yeah. is cool because hound hunting is cool yeah, and that's you, you, it. You, you have know? to be, and I mean, the other thing I would say is if, if you don't know, you don't know. Right. There's and no, that's okay. There, there's, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to have a, a, a that conversation, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Then that's fine. You, mm-hmm. th- they're entitled to their opinion. You can't answer that question, and you are entitled to 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 what you know. Right. Yeah. The, and, what and, I would tell the tell you is, don't ever extend yourself further than what you know. Right. Because when you start that gets to in a whole when hot you, mess it, of water, absolutely. You know, and, and, absolutely. And in my professional career, that is what I've learned. Right. Now, if you don't know. Stay away from it. You know, not stay. What I'm saying is, is if somebody asks you a question and you don't know it, there's no sense of tiptoeing around right. or trying to answer it. it. You just say you don't right. know because it's going to save you a lot of drama mm-hmm. down the road. But if you know, you have that good, educated right. conversation with that person, and 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 you'll you're good. You guys are going to come to a conclusion right. especially if they're not if the person you're answering the questions for is not going to go on the war path right. Right. you're not going to have an issue and you know what cody and that all boils down to exactly what jason wanted to have this conversation about is our organizations and the people that represent hound hunters as a, as a whole that's yeah. why it's so important to support your club because they're the ones that know what to say, and they're the ones that know how to say it. And that's and why they're a true representation of what you want to do out there. They're that's why you articulate. put them in place. That's why these clubs have been put in place and have started, and that's why you elect the officers you've elected, is because you trust them to have an educated discussion about what the happenings are or what people's concerns are. These are... These hound hunting clubs and organizations are amazing. I, I, I'll, any of them are amazing. Even if the, there's a rough one out there, it, all of oh, them guys, are amazing. Yeah. It's organizing hound hunters, you guys, and that and that's what it's all about. EIHA yeah. has some fun events. I'm I'm not much into the. Um, by the time the field trials really get going, bear season starts, so I do disappear into my own world. But I do go to the uh, banquet that the you know the Eastern Idaho. Uh, Club throws. Braden Landon and I. He's the pre- he's the vice president of the um, EIHA right now. He and I went to a Utah club banquet once, and that was very interesting. Gosh, one thing cool about see how Utah. Other do it, huh? Utah is awesome. If you guys, if you if you, <laughs> their bidding wars on their hounds over there are absolutely phenomenal. I I just I just get caught up in the moment listening to how much they raise selling you know one and two year old hounds you know that come from some very reputable breeders and whatnot but it's just you know just shows the drive and and how they support the club here i think i think they're still doing some auctions for bear hunts and whatnot um that were donated to the club from the state and it's just you know people are just out there 
donating it. But Utah was very friendly to um, Braden and I when we went down. EIHA always throws good banquets and their field trials are always fun. And Montana, I'm telling you, if you have a chance go to, to Lolo. go to the Lolo trials, That's what I hear, man. go to the Lolo trials. If bring one dog, I can guarantee you, you will have more fun going out there and BSing with people, getting to know other hound hunters and nobody I've yet, I know almost everybody in the Montana club and they have a huge club, but they are so friendly. And when we talk hounds, I don't ever hear a single soul talk about how theirs beat this other guys while they're hunting together. What we talk about, even when I hunt with the Montana guys from time to time, is is the the fun that incurred after the hunt or sure. during the hunt. Nobody's out there being competitive on who's the best on what and that. Yeah, you always have some competitive players out there that can, you know, that can throw a fit over whatever, you know, just a competition as a whole. But you know, yeah. Montana, Lolo is, and not to mention how beautiful it is out there. Absolutely. Dude, I drove through that, that Lolo pass. Oh, it's so man. gorgeous, man. Holy I picked moles. a dog up from Larry and Jamie Anderson, like, uh-huh. long, long time ago. Like, when Cody got that cool hat from me. Cody is sporting an original equipment plum tree ounce fly hat. Plum tree. I don't, I don't even have that. One, 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 one of the guys that was going to be one of the original investors in it. Yeah, right. Any one of the first customers. Know, uh, but I would know that it's probably not a benefit. <laughs> we went ahead, up there sorry. fishing on the Clearwater, and I had to make a drive over to meet them. And they were living in Kalispell at the time. That Lolo Pass, that is some of the coolest country gorgeous, I've ever man. driven through. Oh, I, I've been it's talking gorgeous. about going to that one too. It's and it's just, it's awesome. They have permission on a huge ranch. It's not public. It's a private ranch. They roast a pig. Everybody's there welcoming. Cool. They're very organized as far as the registration. They have a computer program for for setting up lots and whatnot. If you're coming in and you're by yourself and you're bringing, let's say, 20 hounds, they'll set they'll that up on their up. computer program and it will spread you out to where you're not running back to back and killing yourself. That's cool. You know, I go, I, I don't have any field trial dogs, but... I make it a point to go just because it is. Well, for what we're talking is, about right here, oh, that's yes, why you absolutely. go. And I think, I honestly think that the, you know, the, the strength in the club and, and the houndsmen and their, not just the club, but, you know, just houndsmen as a whole over there and their passion to work together to make something happen is, is what got the bear hunting going over there. You oh, know? for sure. It's just hound hunters that united and went out there and had a big voice and, you put that together with um, legislature that's willing to listen to what you have to say and actually Win take combo. action on it, and then you have some real results. I mean, I know Washington doesn't have bear hunting and lion hunting. I know California doesn't either. California may be lost, but Washington and Oregon, I think there's still a chance to gain some rights back in those states. I really do. Organization. Yeah. Organize, guys. Even, Just organize. I would say even on like the, the West Coast. Like California CHC, that's another one. Like, right. guys, check them out. And if you go to the Join the Fight page, here's my selfless plug here. W Hunting Supply, you can go to the uh, the support, or what is it? Join the Fight page. Right. You know, right. and you can join all these clubs. I just took an order for a guy the other day. He joined, like, eight different organizations, and he's from Texas, and not one of them was in Texas. Right. You know, it's about these numbers because, I mean, let's just isolate this event. We got mm-hmm. 200 people signed up already. Already, how many different states? You got to figure. There's Oregon, Washington, Idaho. Man, I drove North from, Dakota. I, yeah, North, North Dakota. Dakota. I drove 14 hours to just. Get yeah, to we this we thing. may have some. I'm pretty sure we have some Nevada. friends come up from Wyoming. Uh, we always have uh, people from the Nevada club come down. 
you know, they've always been supportive of us. I mean, we're talking the major Western states, really. I mean, are all kind of pulling together to come to one event. Exactly. And it's it's something we should do with all events, you know. Yes. If if you have the time and the resources, you know. If you don't, you know, absolutely support your local club. But, you know, there's, there's nothing... There's nothing to do in the spring. No. The snow's thawed. You still, you kind of have them that springtime blues and whatnot. You're always looking for an excuse to get out of the house. What better way to go out there and get a hotel in Idaho Falls and go to a banquet and meet some guys? Heck, if nobody talks to you, just look for me. Yeah. I'll be more than I'll talk to <laughs> you. I'll easy talk to you a year off. Well, heck, we'll buy you a beer but, at the end of the day. Like banquet. he said, if you have nobody to talk to, which he won't be able to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to keep you from talking to Cody Hill, you guys. Don't forget that name. If he ever if you ever hear that name, Cody Hill, you just turn around and walk away. It's one of those people that you do have to have some self control. You don't engage in conversation, you just turn around and walk away. There's no way it's a lose lose conversation. It's, it's a lose lose conversation. There's 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 no giving up here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just pumped because buddy this is a last minute decision to even come. That's because right. I harassed you. And then I'm yesterday. like, that's what Cody calls me. And he's like, you're not coming. I'm like, uh, no. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. I want to go like, shoot. I've talked to Cody for nine years. Yeah. Absolutely. We've never met. And I feel like through him, I've known you forever now. But oh. <laughs> it's like, so Cody does say nice things. He about does me. all the time. <laughs> and why can't I say something say, nice about Cody? I don't, don't, know. don't, tell, I don't know. Don't tell him that. It's not. Why, why would you give him that? Uh, You're giving him that. Hold up, guys. I know I can say something nice about Cody. Give no, me a second. No, he can't. He can't. <laughs> but, you know, okay, it was like. Gonna cut to a commercial. I jumped a plane at like five this morning, you know, and jumped in. And with you guys, it's like, boom. We've oh, known man. each other forever. Yeah. This is. This is what it's about. And I mean. Well, the thing is, is that we just don't care. You know, a lot of guys are about image out there and it's about game and it's about their hunt numbers and it's about what they catch. It's about their percentage catch rate. And I think Cody and I just don't, we, we know how hard we hunt. We, we know what we do. We know what we can accomplish to us. It's our own self-gratification. We're not looking out to gratify anybody, sure. you know, so we don't really give a shit. You know, if you want to come over and have a good time with us, by gosh, we can guarantee you you're going to have a good time, right. you know, we, and we, we can, can talk hounds. That. We can talk anything you'd like, you know, and that's just who we are. There's some guys that, that it, it's, it's hard, but with Cody and I, it's, it's just, it just goes easy. I mean, it's always, mm-hmm. there's always laughter involved. I've, I've showed, you know. When I like I said, I've been in hounds my around him or in my in him my whole life, and and I found him Nate on a classified ad, North Dakota <laughs> FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like? Tinder? Is that it? No. Anyways, so I found you know I was looking for a hound, and I was wanting to get into the big game hound side of it, and I found. How this hound on the North Dakota classified side, and I was a big blue tick guy, and my that's what my family was. My my uncle ran jet bred dogs, and he was he was part of the EIHA back in the seventies and eighties, and and I found Nate on there, and the camaraderie of it was, you know, we we were just willing to talk to each other, and and I had and, to listen. It's like when I keep talked, and I had I was forced to listen. <laughs> But Go what ahead, is Cody, that I, bloomed I into? Because now you guys have your own organization that's still we, fairly new. The North Dakota Houndsman Association. We've been in it for about three years. Um, me and my treasurer came down. We're we're getting ready to go to the, the EIHA banquet and Kyle Nelson, the treasurer of the North Dakota Houndsman awesome Association. Awesome guy too. If you ever meet Kyle, great guy, Greyhound guy. Great guy. He's great a, guy. He, he runs Greyhounds on coyotes up there in North Dakota. You know, we 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 drove down because 
the North Dakota Houndsman Association wants to show its support for the EIHA and what they're doing. And actually, the North Dakota Houndsman Association adapted the Montana Houndsman Association, the East Idaho Houndsman Association bylaws. You know, some of them, you know, we picked and choose and made it fit to what would work for us. Sure. And we wanted to come down and show our support for that. And it's huge. We started the North Dakota Houndsman Association looking at these other associations and going, look at what these guys are getting done at a government level. Right. And, and actually and, accomplishing and, 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 and you know and what, Cody, for three years, you guys have done, gosh almighty, exceptionally well. I mean, the conversations you and I have about your relationship there, that your ongoing relationship with the fishing game and with uh, some of the legislative represent- representatives out there is, is, you know, those things, you, people may not, you it's may priceless. not see uh, results now, but I think you already are, you know. Are. But when you establish those relationships as time goes by, you start to reap the rewards and, and, and reap the benefits of that and whatnot. And, you know, you guys are, you know, just to go out there and, and get started like that in an era where hound hunting is looked is frowned upon and go out there, get started, get your club organized, get your, um, you know, your tax ID, be formal, your professional, and going out there and represent for this that's yep. just huge in this day and age you know those you don't how often do you hear of a hunting club getting started in the 21st century right you know what i mean how often do you hear that as much as i make fun of cody the god's honest truth is that is a huge milestone for hound hunters it really is it definitely is cody you've done a good job you and the presidency everybody involved has yep. done a good job you know I, the I, the whole club there is I, is doing a really good job out there in north dakota and i thank all of them you know we we couldn't None of it could, you know, our members, our, our, our presidents, right. we, we couldn't have done it without them. And, and you guys at the North Dakota Houndsman Association, I'll reach out to you guys right now because I've got this. Look at what we're doing. We yep. can do it, you guys. We're building it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're building it. Yeah. Well, and it, like you were saying, you're building it in a time that it's not a popular thing either. You know, it's nice to hear clubs That's- succeeding. Well, it's exactly, man. When it's usually, you know, you hear about the little club that's just going under. I mean, heck, I've seen it over and over and over. You know, right. club starts and it peters out in less than right. a year. You know, it's hard to get involvement. People don't want to, you know, show up for meetings or this or that. But in the end, I mean, there's one common goal. And that's so that we can all show up to stuff like this, you know. Exactly. Yes, it's in the woods. That's our personal fulfillment. But this is, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go as far as saying it's kind of our duty. Like, if right. you can't show up in person, show your support in one way. Mm-hmm. You know, some people write emails. Some yep. people write letters to legislators. And emails are huge. You, you, oh, any, yeah. any kind of correspondence, whether it's verbal, literature, anything, it's, it's so, huge, man. Social, it's media is huge. Social, social media is huge. Look at all your field trials coming up. Yep. Most of these hound organizations, not that everybody has Facebook or access to the internet, but most of them have field trials coming up. You know, East right. Idaho has field trial coming up. Montana has field trials coming the up. Swim races North, coming yeah, up this yep, summer. Yeah. And North Dakota has their field trials coming up. You know, there's ways to support these the, these clubs, and they're they're coming up. And yes, I understand that nobody, not everybody, has social media access or internet access. But I mean, a lot of these these clubs and associations are are organized you know they're they're on a platform like that on a social media platform so look at look at your ways you can support them guys because they they need it 
Yep. They need it. They every yeah. every association needs your support. Even if you're the guy, like we've talked about earlier, that said, I, I just hunt for myself. You know, I hunt for myself. We need you. You know who I'd like to challenge to start a club is Wyoming. Wyoming. I yeah. think That'd Wyoming. I think I think you guys yep. out in Wyoming are. I think you guys need to get yep. your With everything stuff going on around and, them. And, exactly. I mean, so, Wyoming is still such a cowboy state. And I get it. People are still really old school over there, and they are. I mean, I I work for an outfitter out there every winter, and, and they are. They're about as cowboy as they get. Yeah. But uh, there's it, it's just just one of those things that needs to be done, yep. you know, because if you had Wyoming on, on, the, on the front there along with everybody else, it just makes it that much stronger. Well, yeah, that whole western front. Exactly. I mean, it really is. It is different exactly. out here. Like the Coon Clubs out east. In no way will I ever knock them. Those guys are doing some like real legwork. Oh my They're, gosh. They are like yes, the backbone, I think, of, well, I mean, where we all started, really, mm-hmm. if you really want to go back to it. Well, you go back to any hound. You're going to go back to, you're going to, to a coon, coon hound, unless you're running a plot hound or cur dog or right. whatnot, you know. But <laughs> other than that, you know, anybody that's got a hound that's running bare line with it, it exactly what you said, it all goes back to And the it's coon all hunters. exposure, it's all everything, mm-hmm. but. You know, it's funny because I get a lot of phone calls, obviously, at work, but you get the guys talking about, you know, the guys from the East Coast love hearing about the West Coast stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a mix back and forth because it's like that competition world is something totally different for people oh, who yeah, have never been Oh, yeah, that's something we can't too. even empathize with. And that's kind of why that's kind of why I can't say much about the East. Earlier, I spoke about how, you know, I feel like here our competitions should be more about contributing to a cause as opposed to the East where, you know, it's very competitive. And and the reason is, is because they're, you can be competitive out in the East with your hounds. You can pick and choose the club that you attend to. Why? Sure. Because they are so strong over there. It's not even funny. We're out here. They're we very, have very, very strong. Out one. There. Uh, one thing I wanted to say, you know, touch on a little bit about Wyoming starting their own club, mm-hmm. you know, you guys that are out there that don't have these associations and clubs and stuff like that, if you have, if one of you out there that's listening to this has a drive, the motivation that you want to start this for Wyoming, I guess, well, or for who, or whatever, reach out to us. You know, Cody oh, absolutely. Hilliard, you know, you know, I'm Cody Hilliard with the, pre- you know, I'm North Dakota Houndsman Association president. We're all out there. We're all out there and we want to help you get started. South Dakota has a houndsman association and they're working very solid to get theirs established and and kudos to them but if you guys are out there that want to do this and don't yeah there's people that are willing to help trust me i mean it's there if you knew cody you would know perfectly well that cody needed a lot of help (laughs) with uh getting um north dakota houndsman association started He needed a lot of help. You, a lot. You, you guys don't have any idea how much help I was after I, you know, I'd been associating with Lopez for that long. <laughs> Thera- therapeutic help was actually. So trust us, if Cody can do it and actually Anybody be successful. Can do it. Everybody, why does everybody say Anybody that? Like, can do it. Hey, Cody's actually doing this. Talk to him. Yeah. That's Granted, fine. Cody does have a, an awesome awesome freaking presidency like kyle in my opinion you couldn't get any better with the numbers guy and and uh you know 
everybody else there in the club is just very supportive. Cody, I, I, I don't know why Cody's the face of the club, but anyways, I'm not, it's that mustache. It's not That's it. what it is. That's why Buddy hired me. I got a beard. Yeah, is that what That's it is? That's about it. <laughs> It shows uh, senior art now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, we're getting pretty close to banquet time. Like, we're going to go oh, see some people oh, I yeah. haven't seen in years, some people I've never met. I mean, I'm looking You'll forward You'll be meeting to a it. lot of people. And really? A lot of those guys, they're really, they're, the club is just nice. You know, I'm not from, I'm not from Idaho. I don't, uh, I moved up from Texas in 96, I believe. And, you know, when I started going to the club events, it was, yeah, there were some people that didn't talk to me. I think that's just what you're going to find in, in every that's organization. Everywhere. But, you know, there was enough people there that were kind enough to me and and uh, engaged in conversation with me to where I just kept going over and over to these events. You know, That's I, funny. You found people that would actually engage in conversation with you. I'm in. I'm surprised. Well, not that many, Cody. I got to bring somebody all the way from North Dakota to hang here, out with. Here I am. Jeez, I brought my friend from North Dakota. You yeah, know, right. I, I just want everybody to realize that on public air that he just called me his friend. You know what? There's, I think there's. I'm, I'm starting to. This this talk has been very beneficial to me. I'm starting to have some self realization. Like I'm, I do realize that. I've been talking about how people need to change their behavior. I need to change my behavior because of one of the few friends that I have is from North Dakota and his name is Cody Hilliard. I know there's something wrong with me. Like I know, I know I have a glitch. Like I need to get some I serious counseling. Told him that I know Jason. too. I know. You know. Like, yeah, I get it. I mean, I've been there for eight years. Yeah, right. <laughs> a lot of guys are probably thinking I'm judgmental. Go on my Facebook page, Nathan Lopez, and I will put a picture of Cody Hilliard on there, and I think everybody will understand where I'm coming no, from. No, you're not putting that picture on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to try to do another one, too, while I'm here, or at least afterwards, because I want to do a follow-up with the, the Eastern Idaho board. Let's do it, man. Like, we're going to talk about, you know, this is kind of the pregame fun you know, I mean, it's still a heavy topic. I mean, this is it's, why we're here is for real be. reasons. I mean, we can we can all be fun and serious at the same time. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, but, it, it is. You guys join your associations, your clubs, because your voice is stronger with a group. For sure. Right. I understand there's a lot of guys out there that go, I'm me and you'll well, listen Well, it's not me. just that. There's guys that are like, well, so-and-so's there. I'm sure there's, a, to be honest with you, I... I wouldn't pass the fact that there might be a guy or two that doesn't go up to the EHA banquet because Nate Lopez is there. Sure. I mean, I, 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 I try to, myself. I try to get along with as many people as possible. But Lord knows, I've burnt a million bridges in my time, and that's just the thing is, is it all boils down to the fact that you know, it don't matter what your differences are. No, but it doesn't matter what like you, you believe. Said, as long as you believe in hound hunting, guys. If I can build support a bridge, in a club is is very important. If I can build a bridge out of ash, so can you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At that, let's leave it. And this will be the last time you hear me talking to Cody. <laughs> We're not going to put you two on a podcast together again. <laughs> well, you guys say we go spend some money and support some hunt. Let's get it done, man. All, All right, guys. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, you bet. Nate.